Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. Grinding for so long, I wake up and chase my goals. I go out and I go get it. How to code, that's all I know. I don't succeed, then I don't breathe. Success, what does it mean? If I conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream. Dig deep, go out and get it. Success Chronicles, compete until it's finished. Success Chronicles, go take care of your business. Success Chronicles, it's deeper than just winning. Success Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chip Baker coming to you with another episode of the Success Chronicles. And man, I'm excited about this one. Uh, we have Miss Lauren Sisler on with us, a great lady uh, doing some amazing things. And first, I just want to say thanks so much for taking the time to to interview with the Success Chronicles. Hey, hey, Chip, great to great to be on. Of course, I'm always thrilled for the opportunity to just, um, you know, spend some time with people, getting to know people around around the yeah. country and around the world and certainly sharing stories and trying to shed some positive light on people's life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's dive into it. I know off air, you know, we talked about your journey and some of the really neat things that you've been blessed and fortunate to achieve. But if you don't mind kind of sharing some of that, you know, your background with the audience so they have an idea of who you are and what it is you do. Yes. Yeah, so um, I uh, I guess you could say my official title, uh, Lauren Sisler, um, you know, sports reporter for ESPN, sideline reporter for college football, primarily to have done some gymnastics as well. And then, uh, you know, inspirational speaker. And, you know, I just, uh, you know, have a lot of different projects that I work on and things like that. But really, I guess, you know, sports is kind of what has given me such a tremendous platform and um, have been thrilled and, and, and excited for all the opportunities that ESPN has presented along the way, as well as, uh, you know, other, other, um, you know, sports entities. And uh, it's pretty cool. It's been a fun journey, you know, after graduating from college and, and really taking sort of this winding path to get to where I am today with, with sports and, um, you know, sports journalism. And uh, it hasn't been an easy road. Uh, it's been quite bumpy along the way, as we all know in life. That's uh, t- Most roads have a lot of potholes in it, but you kind of dip, duck, and dive, figure it out. And, um, you know, here I am, uh, you know, thankful for this opportunity and really just to share stories. You know, I think that's what I love so much about my job as a sports reporter is the opportunity to share stories, the stories that I believe can truly have a positive impact on other people's lives. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, truth be told, man, I have to tell you this uh, secret about myself here, Lauren. Uh, so, man, I, I came across you, saw you dancing on the sideline. Oh, and, uh, no. And I was like, man, <laughs> I've got to get her on the Success Chronicles and let her share her story. That's man. so funny because I was going to ask you how you, you know, landed, you know, yeah. obviously you'd email me several months mm-hmm. ago. We were kind of going back and forth. And I was going to ask you how you uh, discovered me and yeah. wanted to have me on your podcast. So it's kind of funny that um you know the the we coined it the sideline shimmy um you know has become a thing for me and it's just something that believe it or not people ask me uh you know kind of where it derived from and mm-hmm. the one question i also get is like do you still get nervous on the sidelines so there you go that's where the sideline shimmy actually kind of uh came from because the answer to that is yes absolutely yeah. When you, uh, you know, go out there and have to perform in front of millions of people and, you know, you're under a microscope and people are watching and hanging on to all your words and your delivery, um, it can be quite nerve wracking. And so for me, it was really just a way to kind of 
push through some of that anxious energy. And so yeah. I love music. I used to DJ uh, back in the day. And, um, you know, when you're in that stadium and the, you know, the big loudspeakers are on, you know, you were yeah. a coach and you just get fired up on game day. Yeah. And it's like, okay, how are we going to, you know, utilize some of this energy? And I'm like, look, the players can't have all the fun out there. I got to get in on this fun too. Oh, I love it. Uh, and like we talked about off air, I mean, I think it's always important to just have fun doing what you do. I love where how you said where it came from because that's really neat that you can you can have that outlet for that nervous energy to break down and you break it down good too on the <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, you know it's subjective. Some people will be like, "Ooh, where are the dance moves at?" And you know. They might not always be the best dance moves, but it's wherever my body tells me to go on any given <laughs> any given song, right? You know, and so I'm just a free spirit, little freestyle action, whatever I can, you know, muster up on any given day. So it's it's fun though, and it really has been beneficial. And so I always encourage yeah. people, you know, find sort of your outlet, like you said, such a great uh -huh. outlet. Find yeah. your outlet because it is hard, even if you're going into a boardroom and speaking to, you know, 10 customers or giving a presentation, or if you're a student and you're, you know, you got to give a presentation to a class. I mean, it's not easy. Public speaking and getting in front of people and presenting, it's not an easy, um, you know, it, it's definitely an art. It's definitely, it takes a lot of reps. And so I just encourage people, you know, to find that outlet and just find a way to kind of shake off the nerves and nerves are good. Right. And that's yes. one thing I say as a former athlete, you know, it's hard to replicate um, competition. The competition is just something that's so unique and special. And as a former gymnast, you know, there's no such thing as going out in the backyard and having a pickup game of gymnastics. Right. So, you know, I don't get to like, I don't get to exercise my former, you know, athleticism in gymnastics, like, you know, other sports, I guess, other respective sports, you know, basketball and, you know, football, you can go play two hand touch or flag football in the backyard. Um, some people still tackle, which I think is crazy, but uh, especially when you get to our age, but nevertheless, um, um, you know, I just think that having the ability to go out there and perform and compete, I look at it as almost like a competition, you know, really with myself, I'm just continuing to get better and really just um, using it in a positive way when I step foot on that football field. I love it. You talked about two things that really resonated with me. And I always say this too, about reps, reps make you better. You know, it's yep. about that perspective, you know, how you look at it. Rep, it's an rep, opportunity. Rep. Yeah, it's an opportunity to get better. And so as you get reps, you get better and you learn. And 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 so that leads into the get better piece. You know, the perspective is always strive to do things to make you better. You know, everything is, I don't know, not winning and losing, but winning and learning. Uh-huh. Yes, I love that. Winning and yeah. learning. That's so yeah. good, right? I think that's such a positive perspective to put on it because I do think, and a lot of coaches will tell you this, you know, top tier coaches, elite coaches, you know, your Nick Sabans of the world will tell you that, um, you know, perseverance and success are synonymous, right? And they're, is a level of perseverance needed to find success. And I know this is a theme in your podcast, right? And without that perseverance, without those failures, without those challenges, it's near impossible to truly find success and more importantly, have gratitude for that success. Hey, you know, uh, Lauren, uh, that was good. I got one word in response to that. And that word is boom. Boom. <laughs> I love Let's it. Let's go. Mic drop. Right? Let's go. Well, uh, 
Well, what are what are three things you've accomplished in your life that you're proud of? Yeah, um, such a great question. And, you know, I would say there's a, a multitude of things that have, you know, transpired. You know, I talk about that bumpy road and, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't give a little bit of my personal story. Um, you know, I think one of the biggest things, you know, in life, obviously growing up, I was a gymnast my whole life. Uh, and really that was my goal. My goal was to earn a college scholarship. And that would probably be one of the first big goals that I had in life, right? You know, obviously grow up, be a good kid, make good grades, right? And ultimately that ties into going to college, getting an education and being able to do it on a scholarship. So that was probably one of the biggest things that I really set my sights on. And it was a long winding road there, um, you know, a lengthy body of work, right? Not a sprint, definitely a marathon, yes. a lot of injuries, a lot of overcoming, a lot of hardships throughout that, uh, my gymnastics career. But being able to earn that college scholarship to me was so important because truly I felt like it had such residual value. And that value did not just, it, it wasn't just the scholarship dollars, right? You know, I think a lot of times you look like, okay, financially, like this is going to be X amount of dollars that's going to get me through school. And you play place a value on it, but there's so much more value than just the financials. And really I inherited so many great things by going to Rutgers. That's where I went to school on scholarship and, uh, you know, just having my teammates, my coaches, the community, the support, the athletic directors, the academic advisors, the mentors, people that were just there to really help me and help guide me through really some of the most difficult times in my life. And so it kind of takes me to the second point of accomplishment. And, you know, I don't know if you could call this an accomplishment, but I think really um, being on this side of it to be able to share it, I truly value what uh, what it holds. And so, you know, I was, uh, you know, a freshman at Rutgers and tragically lost both of my parents mm -hmm. unexpectedly uh, within about five hours of each other to prescription drug overdoses. And, you know, Chip, it was something that we as a family didn't see coming. We had no idea. We knew my parents were dealing with chronic pain, going to a pain management doctor. But pain management, right? You think management. They're managing it. They're doing what they have to to get out of bed in the morning. And so you don't recognize, and I didn't recognize as a teenager, you know, in high school going into college, that it had become an issue for them and that they were actually literally relying on that prescription drug to get them out of bed in the morning. And so looking at that, um, you know, as painful as it was, and I spent so many years running from reality, running from the truth of what happened to them because the word prescription overdose or just overdose and addiction in general, like I could not tie those two words to my parents because we as a society, as you know, have stigmatized, labeled many things, right? This is right. This is wrong. This is good. This is bad. And, you know, unfortunately, we as humans are all flawed and we all are going to experience challenges. We're all going to find ways to cope. And sometimes yeah. those coping skills uh, lead us down a, a dark path. And so for my parents, you know, unfortunately the addiction got a hold of them and, uh, you know, it took their, their lives. You know, my mom was 45 and my dad was 52. We're coming up on the 20 year anniversary, um, you know, March 24th, which I can't believe, you know, that we're, we're coming up on that. And, you know, I would say that kind of leads me to that second piece of my life. Cause I kind of go in chronological order here. You know, the scholarship was obviously big, not only for me and my, but also my parents. And then really just where I've come in the aftermath of tragedy, I look at that as like, you know, um, 
of course it wasn't easy. And of course it has been a long journey. And, and, you know, I, I would not be telling the truth if I told you that there aren't still hard days and that I still don't struggle and that I still don't feel, find, you know, that pain and that internal yearning for like my parents to be here and, you know, to have the milestones that I feel like we've all missed together. Right. But to be able to be on this side of it and to be okay with sharing their story and having the courage, I guess, and strength to share their story and my story and to be able to use it in a positive way, because I bottled it up for so many years and to be on this side of it, I think it's something I'm very proud of and thankful for and have a lot of gratitude for. So I guess that would be the second thing. And I know I'm answering this in a very long way, um, you know, but I think I also uh, then the third thing would just be, um, you know, obviously entering into this career as a sports broadcaster, finding my way and all that. And then I think really discovering a purpose within that. And that's something I think I would encourage people listening is, is finding your purpose. And, you know, I think sometimes people do tie their careers and, you know, certain things in their life to their purpose. Um, I think there's so much more out there. And I think that sometimes we try to define, you know, certain life things happen and that's how we're, we, we define our lives by. And for many years, I think my life was defined by shame and stuffing that shame internally inside of me for so many years. And then I realized, wait a sec, like I can do something positive with this. And really it was launching myself into the sports career, seeing the positive impact. And, you know, as a coach, when you can use a story, you probably have young, young men and or women that you've coached that have an incredible story because everyone has a story and, you know, of overcoming, you know, maybe they went through a terrible situation at home. Maybe they ended up having to be adopted into another family. Maybe they had a broken home. Maybe they saw their parents go through addiction. Maybe they saw mom or dad be incarcerated. I mean, it is across the board that everyone is going through something, um, you know, divorce, infidelities, uh, bankruptcy, um, you know, there's all sorts of addictions that come in different size and shape. It's not just substance, you know, gambling, um, you know, uh, eating disorders. There's so many different things that we are faced with and challenges. And I think coming out on the other side of it and being able to use other people's stories and say, hey, like this can impact someone's life and really change maybe the trajectory of their lives based on seeing what other people can do. And it's really that piece of hope. We give people hope when we can show them the other side. Man, that's so good. I'm just hearing you talk about the, the college scholarship piece. Um, man, I just, it made me reflect, you know, on being an athlete and growing through that too. And just thinking like, you know, going in and it's an amazing opportunity right? Like, you know, going in, man, this is pretty cool. I've worked all my life to do this. But like you said, what you don't know is the the benefits that you're going to receive from that. I think uh, your ROI determines your ROI. Hey, this is good, Lauren. Hold on. Your ROI <laughs> determines your ROI. And that's uh, your your return on your investment determines your radar of influence. And vice versa, your radar of influence determines your return on your investment. And so, you know, that's a prime example of, you know, you putting everything into what you've done, which that's giving you a bigger radar of influence uh, to allow you to grow and learn from people. 
you know, you talked about the 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 death of your parents. You know, I was just thinking, you know, within the last, you know, 10 years, 12 years, I've lost my four of my top five, you know, with parents, grand, you know, granddad. Oh, and so I yeah. was just thinking, you know, like, man, just imagine being that age, having to work through that, man. I know that that's tough, but then like you said, it does something to you too. Like it's one thing we all go to funerals, right? And it's one thing to sit in normal places in the funeral, but it's another thing to be sitting on the first row. Oh, yeah. At the funeral. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and that, yeah. that does something to you. Right. I mean, yeah. it, it it does a lot. It I think I think for one, it shows you the importance of you holding up your end of the deal to be what they wore to us. If that makes yep. sense. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. now now the family, the people now they're looking at me like, like, I don't know, bro. Like <laughs> I better figure it out. <laughs> you uh-huh. know, now yep. now I have to take the place of that, you know. And so I, I thank you so much for sharing that because I know that that's really tough. And then when you talked about your career and finding your purpose, it's super important for us to understand our why. Like you said, yep. and that why drive us every day. And your why always, when you know your why, the what, the when, none of that other stuff matters because you know what your why is. That's absolutely right. And I think that's so important um, to understand that, to find your why, you know, what gets you out of bed in the morning. And I think, you know, I think a lot of times people do, again, tie their self-worth and value Mm -hmm. to maybe their careers, you know, and to what they do, what they do for a living. But it's so much broader and greater than that. And I think that it's important to remember that. And so whether you are the CEO of a company or you Mm -hmm. are, you know, um, come on out here building homes or yeah. laying asphalt or, you know, part of the waste management team. Yeah. I mean, you know how important and significant that job is. And if we don't have all the things that are in place in our communities and in our lives and people that are willing to go out there and do that every day, then we don't have, we don't have a, a, a system that works. A, 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 we're not in sync as humanity. Yeah. Right. And to have people that go out there, I mean, it's all so important. And I think that a lot of times, you know, people are chasing after those lustrous jobs, the money, the private jets, the, you know, I'm going to make this and I'm going to do this, but really that happiness, I truly believe can be found in your purpose. Right. And that joy that you find comes in that purpose that you develop and grow into as, you know, a human being, obviously, and as, you know, just a working member of society and just being, you know, in your community, being surrounded by the right people and developing important relationships that I believe, you know, we foster those relationships. We water the seeds and watch them grow. So good. So <clears throat> before we go on, I want to share this quote with you because I think you'd like this one uh, about relationships. You mentioned relationships. I heard this from one of my former pastors um, and he said, life moves at the speed of our relationships. Yes, that's good. That's good. Oh, really good. gosh. When I heard that, it gave me chills because it's it's so true. You know, those of us that are doing great things, we have some really great relationships in our yep. lives. And those of us that's not doing so well, we probably need to give better relationships in yes. our life uh, to yes. become better. But I want you mentioned relationships. I want to share that one with you. That is so good. One. I love yeah. that. 
definitely yeah. going to write that one down. That's really good. Yeah. Well, you know, just hearing you talk about your journey, uh, hearing you discuss the things that you're proud of, um, Lauren, I would consider that to be hugely successful. So let's <laughs> let's hit on success. What is your definition of success? You know, when you sent me the questions, I was pondering that because mm -hmm. I think sometimes, um, you know, you see a word, you sort of know what it means in the context of like your life. And, you know, uh, you, you have examples of what maybe success is. And I think success certainly is different for everybody. And again, I think that's where once we as a society put labels on things, especially with social media and these comparisons and you know, that to me is success. That to me is success. Driving this car, owning this house, having this job title, you know, everyone looks at success differently. And I think that society puts sort of a label on what that threshold is of success, right? And I think for many years, you know, I was kind of tied up in that looking for the next thing. Okay, next thing, next thing, next thing. So then you become, um, you know, in many ways, sort of just chasing, constantly chasing success in which you never reach it because you're always chasing it. And I think that, yes, you never want to become complacent, but I do think that you have to live in the moment. And coaches always say, and I'm sure you've heard this saying before, Chip, is be where your feet are, right? Be where your feet are. And I think sometimes you just got to plant your feet and say, okay, this is where I'm at right now. This is the season of life I'm in right now. And I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to enjoy it because look, we know it can be here and gone. You talk about being in the front row of that funeral home. It can be here and gone in a minute. And you have those relationships and those people. And then suddenly, like you said, those people are gone and now you're at their funerals. And so I do think it's important to realize that success comes in so many different ways. And my success is not your success or what you value success at, because I think it's so hard to actually put value on success. And, you know, to me, I look at success as someone that, you know, um, finds happiness and joy in whatever facet of life, wherever they're at in their lives, you know, whether they're coaching, um, you know, for instance, as a coach, some coaches would look at success as I've got to get to the college level. I've got to get to the professional level. I've got to get to this level of coaching in order to consider that success. But for others, it could be, okay, I'm going, success for me is being a coach uh, of this Pop Warner League and seeing these young men 10 years from now, 15 years from now, going out and getting college scholarships and getting married and having families. And, you know, I think that that, is also the beauty of success, right? Because you are that mentor, you are that guide, you're that guidance, you're that coach, you're the person that kind of brings them up into that next phase of their life, right? And so again, I think success comes in so many different ways. And I would say for me, success is truly being grateful for being where you are, grateful for the things that have come before you, grateful for the failures, grateful for the challenges, grateful for the milestones and the celebrations, the victories, the, um, you know, the everything in between to me is success. And when you can find that true gratitude for the good and the bad and everything in between and find it as a lesson, right? We talked about that, a lesson. You find lessons in that. So it's about winning and learning. And I love that you said that winning and learning. I think that's so important. And when you can get to that place where you're like, okay, this is not all doom and gloom. Yes, this is painful right now, but I'm going to move through this and I'm going to come out on the other side. I'm going to learn something from it. And I think that's where you can truly find success and really 
really build your life on that foundation. And of course, as a woman of faith, you know, I think success is very much derived in my faith and, you know, having faith in, in the good Lord above, but also, uh, you know, in relationships. And as you mentioned, those relationships can be so important in finding success in those relationships and in those uh, other facets of life outside of what most people would deem success is a career or a job. Man, that, there's definitely a blessing in every lesson. Blessing in every lesson. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as we close, I'd love for you to get an opportunity to share with the audience where they can go follow you and check you out and show you some love with all of the amazing things you have going on. Well, I so appreciate that. So if you want to get a little taste of the sideline shimmy, um, you can obviously go find find all the fun, fun sh- shimmies on Instagram. Um, but you can pretty much find me on every social media channel at Lauren Sisler. And that's S-I-S-L-E-R is my last name, Lauren Sisler. And, um, you know, uh, obviously on all the channels, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, all the things. Um, and then also uh, wanted to give a little a little heads up that I'm working on a book right now. So that's something that I'm hoping, uh, as you said, uh, you are an author of many books. I'm going to be embarking on my journey as, as a, you know, first time author and looking forward to sharing a memoir, um, here in the coming months, uh, as that continues to unfold. And so I look forward to sharing that journey with people that are interested. So of course I'll be posting updates and stuff about that as to when we think that'll happen. Cause as you know, it's a process, uh, and I want to do it the right way. So, you know, just taking our time, being diligent about it and, um, anxious for when that opportunity comes. Well, there it is. Again, I just want to say thank you so much uh, for taking the time to interview with the Success Chronicles. Truly appreciate it. And I wish you continued success. Thank you so much, Chip. I love it. And I love that. The Success Chronicles. I think that's so great. And keep sharing those awesome stories of the amazing people out there. Um, It's inspiring. And I know it definitely inspires people and definitely provides hope for people that might be walking through tough times in their lives. So, Chip, thank you so much as well. I appreciate it. Yes, yes. And thank you guys for checking out this episode. We'll see you next time. God bless. Go get it.